Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. All seasons in full swing. And you might ask yourself, does my man cave need a makeover? Why wait? Atlanta Audio and Automation, Atlanta's leader in home automation systems and home entertainment systems for the past 25 years. If you want to give us a call today and reap the rewards from Atlanta Audio and Automation's Black Friday sale. Through the end of the month, you'll find the best... Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a Deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Change. Time for the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 937. Streaming at 680thefan.com. We ought to have a little uh encourage the listeners to stream and watch the show one day. And let them see everybody here in the studio. You can do that, you know. Hey everybody! We're streaming. Cameras in the studio. Also, you can listen on the app, crystal clear, regardless of where you're at. You can listen to the show, and that is driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com and let them wow you, baby. 10 o'clock hour on the fan, brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group. Your champions, personal injury law. DT and Road Dog in the house. And we are ready to roll. Bucks. Big take. Yeah, the big take. Here we go. I start with the Atlanta Falcons today. The time is now. It's time to end this two-game skid with this idea of winning the division, going to the playoffs. That, that comes to an end. And every team faces this time in the season where they know it's time to step up. The Falcons should be playing their best football right now. And this team should be putting a three-game win streak together leading into the bye week. That's why. That's right. You win three games in a row heading into the bye at 7-6. and six. Now, to do that, Art's offense has got to score more than... 15 and 17 points. Come on, Hart. Got to get this thing together. Got to get it rolling. Obviously, 15 and 17 ain't going to cut it. And please spare me. It's the it's Mari- Mariota's fault line. Please spare me that one. That's nonsense. Corderell Patterson's back. Feed the man. Right? I mean, barely touched it a week ago. Feed the guy. Target pits in London, please. Come on, Art. Got to put some points on the board. And over on defense, understand A.J. Terrell might be expected back on Sunday. That would certainly help. That would be a big boost defensively. But can we play the run game a little tougher on defense? 
and maybe force some turnovers. Uh, when's the last time we saw the Falcons' defense force any turnovers? Certainly wasn't last week. Come on, Coach Pease. Get them coached up. The time is now. You go all in. Win three in a row. Get to seven and six. Take that bye week. And give us something to look forward to the rest of the season. And one more thing. Arch deserves a bonus for doing the coach's show. Because Art gives him nothing. Nothing. In a 30-minute show. They should pay Arch double for doing that gig. And the Big Take brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group. You want to win your personal injury case, go to championshiplaw.com. There's your big take today. Talking Falcons right out of the gate, baby. Now I want to talk a little bit about the Georgia Bulldogs. They get ready for a trip to Lexington, and I'll tell you, the Georgia fan base, they love that trip to Lexington. Feel that cold weather for the first time? Is that racetrack still open up there? Keeneland, I believe it is. Do a little gambling. Go out and watch Georgia knock out the Kentucky Wildcats. Which I'm just going to go ahead and say right now that Georgia's going to blow them out. Now, see the gambling lines, 22 and a half. I've got this one being 38 to 10, 41 to 13, somewhere along those lines. The Cats are fading fast. They're, they're staring down at a 6-6 six and six season. And do you remember they started like 4-0 and and number 7 in college football? Remember that? The mighty have fallen. Buck, I give you a little credit. You, uh, you, you said this, this Kentucky team was overrated a long time ago before folks like me caught on. Yeah. Uh, and my man Chris Doring uh, on SEC Network, remember he picked Kentucky to take down Georgia. Yeah, they were uh, they were a popular pick to begin the season. It seemed like they would be the biggest, uh, at least the biggest contenders against Georgia. Well, the Cats aren't the tough, physical football team that Stoops has had over the last couple of years. They just aren't. And it starts up front on the line of scrimmage. They are not physical at all. So look for the dogs to dominate the line of scrimmage in Lexington which is one way to blow an opponent out. If you can dominate on the line of scrimmage with the talent that Georgia has, minus the X-wide receiver spot, you got a chance to blow them out. This Georgia offensive line I, I saw yesterday where they've been nominated as a semifinalist for the Joe Moore Award which goes to college football's top offensive line. Georgia, a semifinalist. So was Air Force. They're not going to win it. So was Tennessee. They're not going to win the award. So is uh, Illinois, Oregon, Ole Miss, Michigan, USC, and UCLA. I think this thing comes down to Georgia and Michigan as far as the award goes. But as it relates to Saturday, 
Look for that Georgia offensive line to dominate. Broderick Jones, you got Truss, Van Pran Granger. You got the mullet man at right guard. And you got that tandem at right tackle, McClendon and Mims, are flat out dominating. I do believe, as I've watched college football this year, I have not seen a better offensive line than what Georgia has. Todd Monken on offense, man. I told you prior to the season getting underway, and I said it more than once on this show, that Georgia's offense had a chance to be one of the top five offenses in college football. Right now, they're number four. As far as scoring goes, over 40 points a game. I said it, said it more than once during the offseason. Todd Monken, Stetson Bennett, this Georgia offense will be one of the top offenses in college football. And that's exactly what's happened. Now, I still see the media uh, criticizing Stetson Bennett. I saw an article online uh, again overnight looking at the Georgia-Kentucky game. And the headlines basically said Stetson got to quit turning the ball over. And I thought, what a doofus. Did he even see the game out in Starkville? Because the two turnovers by Stetson Bennett, the first one, Stetson's in the pocket trying to deliver a pass, and he gets hit while he's in his throwing motion. The ball flutters, it gets picked off. Now, is that Stetson's fault? I would say no. And then the second interception was the defensive lineman getting dogged at the line of scrimmage, and he just flails his hand up at the last second when Stetson's throwing it, and the ball gets batted, and it comes right down in his arms. He falls down for the interception. Now, is that Stetson Bennett's fault? I would say no. Stetson, for the most part, has been in a lot of clean pockets this season. He is seeing the field better than he ever has, throwing some lasers from short to intermediate to deep down the field. He's been outstanding. And when you look at the total QBR in college football, Stetson Bennett, number seven, performing at a high level. So please stop it with the Stetson turning the ball over thing. Dogs defense is going to be facing a Kentucky offense that is number 107 in total offense. There are 131 teams. There are 107th. Last in the SEC in scoring. And you're going to sit here and try to tell me that, that Georgia is not going to shut Kentucky down on Saturday, please. Kentucky 94th in scoring. Mentioned it yesterday, their offensive coordinator, Rich Scangiarello. First year on the job, he's about to get fired. And the dogs with speed at all three levels, way too much for the Kentucky Wildcats to handle. I'm not a gambling man, not, not a guy that's going to, you know, place a bunch of money down on football games. But I'm telling you, with those two picks I make on Fridays, I'm staring at this one, Georgia minus the 22 and a half. Pay that man his money. I might take the, uh, say, the power bill and put that on Georgia this week. Uh, maybe not. Looking for a big Georgia win on Saturday. Kentucky basketball season got underway for him. So you gamblers might want to look real hard at that Georgia-Kentucky game. 
little more uh, college football coming up after Mort. Mort's going to join us here coming up next. We start the second segment of the show. We'll run through the National Football League. Bounce around a little bit. We'll talk about the controversy at Georgia Tech. And it's not has nothing to do with a head coach or the search for a new head coach. And one of the dogs, defensive lineman, will join me, too. Uh, so stick around. Glad you're with me. Buck Ballou Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Rockin' and rollin' here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Gang's all here, putting in the full one hour here on the fan. Let's see, Wednesday, 10-20. Oh, my goodness, it's time for more. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. ESPN's Chris Mortensen, our truest on-up NFL insider, joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line every Wednesday at this point in time. Mort, how's your week going? It's going uh, well. It's been an interesting week. We saw the Eagles lose their first game Monday night. Yeah. We get, we, we get Justin Fields coming in this week, by the way, which is going to be an interesting revisionist history for a lot of teams, including the Falcons as he starts to ascend here. Yeah, and that performance level has really jumped more. And I think a couple of weeks ago we spoke about it. I asked you how many games experience for a quarterback in the NFL would be needed to really feel comfortable and uh, improve that performance level. I think you said somewhere around 20, 25 games. Well, I think he's 22, 23 games in. And, boy, we're seeing that performance level jump up. Yeah, I can. When I when Justin Fields came out, uh, you know, one personnel guy I think who does a really good job with quarterbacks, uh, and especially young quarterbacks. Uh, he he thought, hey, listen, if you were in that draft, you had to take uh, Trevor Lawrence with the first pick, and which Jacksonville did. But his other thought was, but in three years, I wouldn't be surprised if Justin Fields was better than Trevor Lawrence and better than the whole class. And to be honest with you, the way it's trending, I think he's going to be right. Man, it's been amazing seeing what he's done the last two weeks. Has a NFL record for a quarterback, 325 yards rushing over the last two games with two long, beautiful touchdown sprints to the end zone. More, why didn't the? Why do you think the Falcons passed on him? I don't know, but but it's it's absolutely worth a second guess uh, or a first guess at that the time. But I mean, listen, we can. 
I thought when the 49ers decided not to take Mac Jones with the third pick, remember they traded it up uh, in front of the Falcons? Right. Uh, I, I thought, okay, you know, then uh, if they don't take Mac Jones, Justin Fields might be, you know, he obviously has, you know, we've got more to see from Justin Fields than we did Trey Lance. But, the, but they took Trey Lance. And the word was that if the Falcons went quarterback and not tight end, Kyle Pitts, that Trey Lance was very much in their picture. So I don't know what about Justin Fields, uh, you know, made some teams hesitate. I'm not saying they were down on Was him. it the offense that he ran in college, you know, uh, what, what Dave's doing there at Ohio State? A lot of that's predetermined. Yeah, and, and listen, and, and uh, you know, Ohio State quarterbacks haven't necessarily thrived, but, you know, his, his talent level was just off the charts. Uh, and he, listen, he, he, strong arm. You know, some people, you know, listen, he, he had a little mechanical flaw, but that's almost true of everybody. You know, something you can work out. Yeah, we all got something to work on. He seems to be a great guy, too. Yeah, he works. He, he seems to be a great guy. He works hard, hasn't complained, has taken his licking when it was bad last year. You know, he, you didn't see him hanging his head, and it was bad last year. Uh, and now, you know, they got a plan for him. It's, yes, his legs. First of all, he's really fast. I mean, listen, Lamar Johnson's really fast, but this guy's fast and powerful, and his arm is powerful. So I think this is going to be very interesting to watch him, uh, especially as he comes home this weekend against the Falcons, that a team that actually legitimately probably after Marcus Mariota's performance last week deserves to be asking the question, what's going on at quarterback? Yeah, uh, don't get me started on that one. We'll we'll take up the whole segment. Uh, I am a little confused where the Falcons, who have been in business for about 55 years, we've never won the Super Bowl, never once, 55 years. We've got four general managers currently in the personnel department, three that have previously been a general manager, and one now that has got his first general manager job. So we got four of those guys on staff. We take a tight end that, that I loved in Kyle Pitts, but we got a coach that doesn't want to utilize him. It seems dysfunctional, Mort. Well, I don't know if dysfunctional is the right word. I mean, listen, I mean, Arthur Smith uh, clearly would ha- he would have a plan. I think this is a Mariota uh, problem. You know, and I like Marcus. I really do. And I, and I thought based off who they had available, you know, Ritter, May not be ready or available, and I, I don't know. I, I, yes, I'd like to see. Yeah, he's not ready. But but uh, all I know is that I think the Pitts uh, usage this year, I think it's more of a Mariota problem, to be honest with you. And uh, you know, I've got to see Marcus. You know, quarterbacks. You look at guys you want to throw to. Don't you want to throw to that guy? I mean, last year. Well, he's too busy he's blocking. He only had one touchdown, but he's very productive. And you can see the, the the potential that you you have in a guy who can be. Listen, we talk about Travis Kelsey and and Mark Andrews and 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 the, and the great tight ends uh, at the top. And man, they make a difference in this league. Kyle Pitts should be making a difference for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they, they got him blocking uh, more at inline blocker. He's a receiver. You block, Gosh, you got to block some. George Kittle blocks. You, you got to do some blocking, but. You know what? He's got a special talent, and and so he should he should be uh, he should be utilized that way. And our opinion, I I take it me and you for sure. Yeah.
No doubt. So, more. I don't trust the NFL when they come forward with a study about how uh, the the turf is just as safe as the the grass, and and I think Aaron Rodgers agrees with that one. First I don't. All, I don't trust a lot these days, Mort. Let me just go I ahead and. I wouldn't trust any of that. And you know what? The, the 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 they always give you this. Well, it's an independent uh, group that did the study. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, uh, and listen. I just know. Talk to the players. Just talk to the players, and I also know what I see. So, uh, you know, I I had someone from the league office that, that I've known for a long time who asked me if we were going to talk about this past Sunday. Uh, the turf uh, controversy. They said, I don't think we're going to do it in show because our, you know, some of our focus groups show they really don't care on a game day. But I said, you don't want me to go there because I'm for grass, period. I still can't figure out why SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, my birthplace, Southern California, how that place does not have grass. You know, I realize they had, you know, some environmental things. They had to dig a bowl and all that. But I, I don't get it. And there's no excuse, uh, you know, for, for, for their – I mean, Buffalo, when they build their new stadium, they're going to have grass. It's an outdoor stadium. I mean, Lambeau Field has grass. If you – there's just no reason for you not to have grass. The indoor stadiums create some complications. I get it. But let's, get, let's keep getting the best turf possible. And all that injury data and metrics – Go sell it to somebody else. Mort, what can you tell us about our guy, uh, Matt Stafford, who's in that concussion protocol, a very emotional time for he and his wife as yeah. he uh, goes through this. What can you tell us? Yeah, and with Cooper Cup out, I got to tell you, I, I'm in the, uh, and we know he's had the elbow problem. I'm of the mindset, and this is not Matthew's, we know how how, how he's wired competitively, but if I'm the Rams, I'm pretty much shutting him down the rest of the year. Makes sense. Get, yeah, it, it makes sense. And getting him ready and recovered for for next year. I mean, I don't see it happening for them. I know that not really. And I'm, I could contradict myself here a little bit because really I, I often say that you know we're overreacting to what's happened in the NFL the first half of the season. We're not even at Thanksgiving. That'll be next Thursday. But post-Thanksgiving, things start to shape up. I mean, the Buckets right now, I mean, hey, they may rally and end up you know, going deeper in the playoffs than we thought. But for the Rams, with the injuries they've had, the offensive line issues they've had, Cooper Cup now being out for probably maybe the rest of the regular season, and Matthew being banged up, elbow, concussions, I think it'd be good for, for, for the Rams to shut them down and, by the way, get their investment out of them going forward. Yeah, protect the investment. Makes sense to me. So Aaron Rodgers and Coach LaFleur, are they going to be okay? Yeah, they'll be fine. I mean, one thing about that relationship is I think Aaron found a guy that uh, can take he it. Can, he, he, who, who, well, whether he takes it or not, he doesn't care. <laughs> you know? So, so uh, Aaron, you know, now listen, I, I'm, what's going on with Aaron and the young receivers? And Christian Watson caught three, caught three touchdown passes last week. Boy, That's the light came on. Uh, but what I'll say is this. I blame Aaron Rodgers for not being there in the offseason. He only showed up at minicamp. If you've got young receivers, you need to be there to help those guys learn the game and, and, and bring them along. But, you know, as it turns out, they somehow managed to win against, against the Cowboys, thanks to the Cowboys. And, uh, and, you know, Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, they'll be fine.
More great stuff. Want you to have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you soon. You got bucks into you, bud. ESPN's Chris Mortensen, our truest on-up NFL insider, joined us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. Always great to have Mort on, and he has a feast. He and his family on Thanksgiving. I mean, you think six eighty the fans gonna have a feast, dude? You need to take a look. Maybe on social media, we'll have Mort put that up. See what he's having? They are having an absolute feast at the Mortensen house. And I think the Blues are trying to have one of those, too. DT, you ready for Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, Buck. Actually, was just talking to Mom about that yesterday. So, actually, no, we're not really ready for Thanksgiving, but close enough. Well, I know Road Dog. They, they spend a fortune on food, getting all fooded up, ready for Thanksgiving. What does everybody else eat? Well, no, he's he's having every right, Adam. I mean, you guys oh, I have it was everything all just for else. I figured he ate most of that. I mean, you're not holding back on this, Gillespie. Is he listening? He's busy. He's cutting up audio. I think cutting up audio, <laughs> huh? All right, let's get to the top five. Let's do it. The best in college football and the NFL. Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. You know, I had a dude stop me at the grocery store, and he says, Baloo, I love that segment, the top five, where you have that guy. He throws out these questions, and you give a, a point-blank answer. I really love that segment in the show. Everybody loves the top so five. We're going to continue with it, then. Quite the tradition here on the Buck Baloo show. Well, let's go. And, you know, it's generally centered around college football, because that's what you do here. On the Buck Blue Show. So we'll start out. Um, well, we are the college football voice of the South. There you go. Show you the fan. That's on 93.7 FM. All right. Buck, yeah, starting out in Tuscaloosa. Well, we just heard you talk about Matt Stafford in the NFL. Is it time for Saban to sit Bryce Young? Yeah, because he's playing hurt. Mm-hmm. So I see no reason to play him Saturday. Who do they have, like Austin P? Sure, that sounds right. Yeah, there's no reason for Bryce Young to play against Austin P. Uh, his shoulder, you can tell us he's playing hurt. And you can tell because when you see the zip on the throws that are outside the numbers, whereas a quarterback, you really got to get some velocity on that thing, throwing it to the outer portion of the field, outside the, the numbers you see, outside the hash. There's no zip on the ball. That thing's just hanging up there saying, pick it off. His accuracy's down. First four games, I believe he was at 70% completion percentage. He's under 60 now. I mean, the guy's hurt. He's going injured. But against Austin P, you got to sit him, right? Because then you got the Iron Bowl coming up. Not that one week's going to heal him up, but I don't see any reason to play him this Saturday. Yeah, you're right, Buck. Tide hosting Austin P at noon this Saturday. So maybe a chance for Young to heal up just a little bit. Uh, Mood looking a little forward. A couple of weeks. We know the uh, SEC championships all set. Georgia in the East, LSU in the West. What's the best individual matchup you see in the SEC championship game? I would say, you know, they got this linebacker, this freshman linebacker, oh. Harold Perkins Jr. He had like 12 sacks last Saturday. Well, it was four against Arkansas. It felt like just, 12. Yeah. It just seemed like 12. He had four. And now he's known as the X Factor. You know, there's some 
LSU coverage going on saying that he is that, the X factor against Georgia in the SEC title game. He could be the difference in winning and losing. And again, let me just say that Georgia offensive line, they're a semifinalist for the Joe Moore Award going to the top offensive line. I think Broderick Jones has been fantastic. That will be spotlight that matchup when Perkins is on Broderick Jones. Man, that is a great matchup. That's the best individual matchup on the field. Coming up the first of December. Among some good matchups. Looking forward to that game yeah, coming up yeah, just no a couple doubt. weeks. All right, Buck. Moving over, uh, moving over to uh, up to Knoxville. Are you shocked by the latest move from the Volunteers? What, the orange helmets? That's what they're going with on Saturday. Now, I'm a little surprised. No, I'm a lot surprised. That they've never gone with the orange helmet. They love orange at Tennessee. So I'm stunned they have not had the orange helmets yet. But they're going to have them on Saturday. Orange helmets, white jersey, white pants. And let me tell you, Tennessee, they got that NIL collective going on. And they must have plenty of money because this is the fourth different helmet they will wear this season. The orange helmets. I bet Steve West is fired up, man. I don't know, Buck. You think that's good luck? The so orange helmets? Yeah. You know, I took a look at it. Does they look kind of cool? But it I feel looks like pretty cool. Yeah, I got. Uh, I think it looks pretty good. Way better than those smoky grays that they yeah. like to wear. Those aren't as intimidating as they think they yeah. are. I, think. I, I sort of liked them. Yeah, not bad. All right, Buck, let's move over to the West. Auburn, new $92 million football facility. Is that enough to attract a big-time head coach? Uh, no. <laughs> it no. Work? All right, should we move on? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, the $92 million facility is nice. And I tell you, I saw the tour online yesterday, and I was impressed. they got to keep up, right? I mean, they got plenty of money at Auburn. They they got like fifty million. They're paying off to former coaches. They got ninety two million going on with this new facility. About to hire a new coach. Let me tell you what the new coach wants: the boosters to leave his butt alone, let him do his job. Now, sure, it might be able to help them recruit just a little bit better, but I think the football coach—they're not so focused on the new facility. I think recruiting base has a big has a lot yeah, to do with tradition. Might say, you know, this is nicer than what I saw at Florida or Georgia or something like that. Not enough for all these guys, huh? For the head coach, searching for a head coach, I think that is not at the top of his list. Could be wrong. All right, Buck. Well, let's close out the top five. Moving back over here locally, in the ACC. What's the deal at Georgia Tech? Uh, the deal at you mean the quarterback controversy? Yeah, I think that's what we're hinting at here. What's what's going on? Uh, we heard Saturday a little little well, weird. Let's hear from Brent Key first. Jeff won't be with the football team really you know, kind of indefinitely now. We're indefinitely now. And I had meetings with Jeff and you know the doctors and the medical medical professionals, and came to the determination that it would be best for Jeff to not be in meetings or not be a practice, but uh, be in treatment and re- in rehab now, kind of moving forward. What in the world does that All mean? Right, here's my <laughs> educated guess, and I checked with my Georgia Tech source earlier today, 
And he, he agrees with me. And here's my theory on this. Georgia Tech, their doctors cleared Sims with the toe injury. So he was the backup last weekend. The starter gets hurt. They tell Sims to go in. He says, no, I'm not going in. My foot's still hurt. He had a meeting with Coach Key the following day. And he told Coach Key, I'm out of here. And then at that point, Key says, well, you're no longer with the team. Nothing else makes sense to me. Yeah, I don't understand why the doctors would say anything about him being... Well, it's a lot like JT Daniels in Georgia, remember? His doctor cleared, uh, did not clear him of the abdominal pull that he had. The Georgia doctors did. Kirby got frustrated, pushed him to the side. Stetson Bennett take over, and the rest is history. Sims is gone, as Nick Saban would say. And Key said, well, all right, you're, you're not hanging around the team anymore. Boom. There's your top five. Top five on 680 The Fan. Atlanta's sports station. Bulldog roundtable time. Caught up with Georgia defensive lineman Tramel Walthor, a senior who's been playing up this season. Caught up with him earlier this week, and we talked Georgia football. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, far side line, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Joining me now, a senior defensive lineman, Tramel Walthor, the pride of Hinesville. Uh, Tramel, how's it going, man? Coming off a good win over Mississippi State. Time to get ready for Kentucky now, huh? Yes, sir. Going pretty good. It's going pretty good. How are you? Uh, defense, 12 points allowed out in Starkville. I'd say that's a pretty good game. How would you feel about the performance looking back? Uh, I feel like we played a, a, a good game. We can uh, always fix some things. That's what we're going to try to work on this week as we go into Kentucky. Pleased with the defensive line play this season? Uh, so far, I feel like we've done a, a great job, you know, striking blocks, playing the run, uh, adjusting the pass uh, in different games. But I feel like, you know, it's always something to work on and we can get better at. Yeah, you guys, I mean, from my view, it looks like you're playing at a high level. And, and you got Carter back in there making an impact. That that makes you even better. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's great to have him back. Brings a lot of energy to the defense, a lot of juice. And it's just good to see him back healthy playing. Man, so impressed with the way these inside linebackers have stepped up. Uh, Mondon and Dumas Johnson, to me, looks like they're they're picking up where the guys from last year left off. How do you feel about the overall performance level of the defense right now? Uh, I feel like the defense is playing real good. I feel like we try to up our uh, up our uh, standard each week, so we can try to play a better game each week, each weekend, each week out. You know. Just going into practice and executing the game plan that we have set in, uh, set in hand by the coaches each week. Secondary playing well, too, back there on the back end side. Oh, yeah. 
So the these road games in the SEC, uh, I've got this philosophy. Hey, this is how really good teams get better. You go on the road, you're in a hostile environment, you take their best shot, and you leave town a winner. And here we go with another one uh, up in Lexington coming off a disappointing loss to Vandy. I'm sure they're going to be ready to go. How do you How do you see this one this coming weekend looking? Uh, we know that they're a physical team, and, you know, coming off a loss, they're going to be real hungry, you know, trying to get a, a win. Uh, and it's also going into a, a SEC environment at their home field, you know, it's always going to be rowdy. But we're going to have to go in there and, like, shut out all the noise and then play our game to the best of our ability and then give them our best shot. Jermell, what about this, your senior season? Uh, do you find yourself embracing every moment at this point as uh, time's running out on you there at Georgia? Oh, yes, sir. I try to, like, take every moment in and can give gratitude everywhere I can, you know, uh, enjoying each dog walk, enjoying each uh, walkthrough, you know, each uh, pregame prep before the games, you know, all that stuff, just taking it uh, piece by piece and then enjoying the moment. Well, you're doing a great job of it, man. Keep up the good work. We appreciate your time on the show today. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, it's time for you to take the wheel. Infinity of Gwinnett wants you to drive the content as you get to decide what we talk about in the final segment of the show. Call Road Dog now at 404-231-1680. Place your vote as presented by Infinity of Gwinnett. Empower the talk and empower the drive. And coming up next on Nick and Chris, tune into the Business of Sports segment each week. Man, if it's impacting business in Atlanta and the local sports scene, they've got it covered. The business of sports presented by Southern Company, building the future of energy in all the communities that they serve. So we'll come back with that uh, drive the content, finish things up. Buck Blue Show on the fan, 680 and 93.7. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. You got the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan. Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. Appreciate you hanging out. Nice of Mort to check in. Tramel Walthor. Imagine getting hit by that forearm shiver that he has. DT, that knock you out, man. Oh, yeah, Buck. Just thinking about it makes me hurt. Don't play around with that, man. Going to get knocked out. So Road Dog has tabulated the callers as far as Infinity of Gwinnett drive the content. And do you know they want more college football? Mmm, tasty. It's time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Yeah, let's go where it just means more. SEC. SEC. Oh, you're talking about the Big 12. No, man, the Southeastern Conference. 
All right, so let's see. We've touched on some of these other matchups. Let's go Ole Miss and Arkansas. Keeping an eye on this one, Ole Miss. Looking for that 10-win season to get it. They're going to have to take down the Hogs in Fayetteville under the lights at Razorback Stadium. If you've not been there, it is phenomenal. What a great game day atmosphere. Wonderful stadium. Loud, too, when the Hogs have got it going on. Now, Arkansas, they're 5-5. Five and five. They've lost two in a row. And what Sam Pittman is hoping... Number one is to get a W so they can be bowl eligible. And uh, that, that helps your recruiting. You know, you keep the season going, bowl eligible. So that's huge. The, uh, the other big deal is whether Arkansas is going to have QB1 back in there. K.J. Jefferson sat out last week with a shoulder injury. Pittman updated his status on Monday saying, hey, I hope they could get him through practice this week and he'd be ready to go. And let me just say, they're not going to be bowl eligible with QB2. And Jefferson's got to know that. K.J. Jefferson, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's going to give it a go. Let me tell you, the other thing the Hogs better do is stop the run for crying out loud. Ole Miss, number three in college football. Four, uh, five and a half yards per carry, 260 yards rushing per game. Number three in college football. So you get QB1 back in there, do a better job of stopping the run. You got a chance to be bowl eligible. And there's your college football nugget. Everybody needs to be bowl eligible. That is totally embarrassing when you're not bowl eligible and you got to shut it down. Everybody else is practicing. You're out just recruiting. That's no fun at all. And for a lot of teams, that's like a, a beginning of a spring practice. You begin evaluating for the next next season. Well, yeah, you and take you a look at these young guys, see what they got going on. You only get so many practice days, and yeah. that it really extends your practice time. I mean, this is huge. You got to be bowl eligible. If you're not, you're lousy. Want you to see the Front Rows Audio Fun Bag live uh, coming up tomorrow from 6 to 8 at the Poor Tap Room Interlock. That's right, the Poor Tap Room Interlock. Join 680 The Fan and Creature Comforts Classic City Lager tomorrow at the Poor Tap Room Interlock for your shot at winning a $300 StubHub gift card. You can meet the audio fun bag team with some fun bag prizes, enjoy a cold classic city lager, and register win a $300 StubHub gift card. Did I say that already? Okay, so uh, check that out from 680 The Fan and Creature Comforts Classic City Lager. Good cold beer, I'm told. And let's get to the final word. All right, high school football playoffs. Round two get underway on Friday night. Three games I'm really focused on since our boys have been knocked out by Walton last Saturday afternoon. North Gwinnett and Lambert. Looking forward to checking that out. 
And want to give a shout-out to three Buck Blue quarterback camp attendees who are still in the playoffs. Lambert's cornerback, Christian Smith, a receiver at the Buck Blue camp and was the fastest dude at the camp. Has been playing awesome football for Lambert High. Best of luck, Christian Smith. We appreciate you, man. My uh, travel baseball shortstop for years. Milton and Norcross. Looking forward to seeing the outcome of this one. Norcross, round two, five years in a row. How about Milton? Round two appearance, six years in a row. Two of the top programs in the state. And Milton has a sophomore quarterback. Was it the Buck Blue quarterback camp? Luke Nickel, who's had a tremendous season. First year as the starter. Wishing uh, Luke Nickel the best of luck against Norcross. That'll be a big test for him. And then Marietta and Carrollton. Again, another Buck Baloo quarterback camp attendee, Daniel Gray, playing quarterback at Marietta High School. Wishing Daniel the very best of luck in his game against Carrollton coming up Friday night. And did you see Lowndes High, where I'm from, Valdosta? They fired their head coach after the loss in round one to Carrollton last week. They fired him after one year on the job. All right, that's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show today. Got Nick and Chris coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nerney? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.